Hello. Welcome to Why Not Both. My name is Pam Schaefer, and I'm a musician and therapist in Los Angeles. Why Not Both is all about how our multiple passions inform our identity. And this season, we are brought to you by Under the Radar magazine and produced by Laura Studeris. If you like what you hear, please make sure to like us and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform and come spend time with us on social media. We are at WNB the podcast, and that is both on Instagram and on Twitter. We're so excited to get to virtually sit down with the artist Hana and talk all about her album that she recorded completely live on Twitch, which is amazing, as well as chat about all the cool things that she's been doing recently to keep herself busy. I hope you enjoy our interview. The other day I was actually showing on my stream because it happened during the stream and I was like, does the music sound good for you guys? And everybody's like, yeah, it sounds really good. And then I was like, well, let me just show you what it sounds like to me. And I held my my headphone up to the microphone <laughs> people were like what because it's like <laughs> they're like it does not sound like that I was like oh. Oh, it was just like welcome to the podcast where everyone hears our our weird engineering secrets where it's like I yeah, know I was like in my headphones I know. <laughs> should I record that should I sample it <laughs> so, I've done that before where like I've used the weirdest stuff in my music like I kid you not I was recording something and one of my neighbors was hiccuping and it actually it picked it up on my mic because I was like what does that sound wow That's right <laughs> I used to have that a lot when I used to live in like a loft situation and my desk was right up against the wall and uh, that's where I made all that's where I made like my last EP and where I did like most of my I mean I actually did the vocals I would usually go to a studio and like do them properly but like you know when I was writing songs and singing and stuff and I was outside like and kind of like talking with the neighbor that lived next door and she was mm -hmm. like oh I love that song Clay <laughs> I was like <laughs> I was like Wait, what? It was like it, it hadn't even come out yet. <laughs> I was like, "What are you talking?" She was like, "No, no, it sounds so nice. Like I don't even care." And I was like, "Horrified." Oh I was like, "Because I just didn't think that she." <laughs> and from then on, I was like, "Okay, uh, I'm gonna be way quiet." <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's so funny. I I feel like it's like willful <laughs> ignorance when we're recording. Sometimes that we just have to pretend that no one else can hear what we're yes. doing. Totally, 100%. <laughs> oh my God, that's, that's both mortifying and delightful. I know, I know. It was like, it was really sweet, but I was also, I was like, thank you, no. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know about you, but like when I'm writing, sometimes I really either have to be completely alone or pretend I'm completely alone because I'm like, I have to get out my, my like weirdo secret thoughts before I shape them into something more palatable. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I've definitely, I think with the Twitch album, I like, I completely got rid of that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think I used to be like that, but I, I mean, I definitely still feel that way a little bit. I mean, you know, I like, I muted the mic a lot when I was writing stuff. Um mm -hmm. And, but I've, I've since, it's weird how that exercise got me so used to being very vulnerable in front of people, you know, cause I used to like shut my door and then shut another door and then be like, no, you can't hear me right now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like radical vulnerability to be like, not only can you hear me, but you can see everything. And did you find yourself revising things or like taking audience input or what was that experience like? Yeah, I definitely, um, definitely, I took a lot of um, kind of like suggestions. I basically structured it. So the first day I, I asked the viewers, you know, like, uh, what would you like to hear from me right now? Like, um, or what, what kind of music have you always wanted to hear me make? Or what, what songs have you ever wanted to, to hear me sing? Or, you know, like what, um, what are some themes that you guys 
would like to hear music about. And so, and I made this huge document on my computer where I was just, it was like a stream of consciousness. I was writing down everything people were wow. saying. And, um, and I really, I went back to that all the time, like throughout the process. And there were different levels of, you know, I mean, I, I would kind of take stuff and then edit it you know like somebody was like mm -hmm. cowboy bebop and I was just like what if I made a song cowgirl bebop <laughs> so I wrote that down that first day and then that's one the name then that just became the working title of this one song and then I oh, just didn't want to change it <laughs> well, and, like oh go on no 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 I was just it, it was it's actually so fun to open up the the document and I kind of want to make some merch of just like certain parts of the document just because it's so funny. That sounds like, it sounds like if someone took like clip art, but of people's thoughts and just was like, there you go. Yep. Pretty much. It's, it's, it was just a really nice like springboard, you know, to just go from. And um, I mean, it really, it really helped with any sort of, I don't know, thematic, you know, people brought up anxiety and um, mm. social media, you know, and so, and I had been kind of like, you know, brewing on those topics on my own. And mm -hmm. so then a lot of that became the main thematic, you know, elements of the album, which was cool. That's really cool. Cause that, that was the question that <laughs> formed in my mind while you were talking that I was wondering you know, if themes emerged and, and you just said it, um, that's interesting. Like the theme of anxiety and social media and how did you end up writing about that? Like what was kind of the information you were getting from others and then your own spin on it? Like what were people saying in regards to anxiety and social media? I mean, I think it's, um, it's different for everybody, you know? I mean, it's, um, uh, I think a lot of what other people are, you know, when they were, when they brought up anxiety, then everyone was just spitballing, you know, they were like politics, right. climate change, like, um, and I think the big thing about social media is just like, you know, you open up your phone and it's like, oh my God, here's, it's, I mean, it's just endless flow of yes. information on your mind and and that's anxiety provoking right there to be like oh yeah there's just so much it's so much and um and then there's the aspect of you know comparing yourself with others I don't know I just have a really like interesting experience with social media it's like sometimes it's so inspiring to me and it's just like a place where I can just open up and I'm like let's just like dive deep on, it can be anything, you know, art, like yeah. there's so much digital art going on and like, um, God, it's just some incredible makeup artists and just creators, you know? And so it's, yes. sometimes it's like something that I open up and I'm just so, it brings me so much joy, but then yes. there's also those other, there's those other moments where maybe you're just not in the mood or when you open it, you're like, Oh, I need, to post something or I need to, you know, let people know how I'm doing or, you know, it's just like, yes. it's addiction, but it's, it's, I don't know. It's something that's so fascinating to me. And um, I mean, just kids growing up with it, like that's another thing that's, I just can't imagine going from like day one with this much at your fingertips. It's just wild. Yes. I loved what a, it's funny that you said that because one of my friends is very, very private on her socials and I, I respect that a lot. And she mm -hmm. has a son who like people don't know about, not because she hides that she has a child, but just like she doesn't post about him on socials. Yeah. Um, and he said something that was so funny. He's two and her partner has an Apple watch and her son kept like wanting to hug his dad because of the watch and she asked for a hug and he said no watch no hug oh my god oh my god, oh my god. and she said she's just like I have no idea where he got this ruthlessness from and I was just like oh you're proud of him um, like, <laughs> but oh, it's so funny so 
deep or it's just like right. oh, that's crazy right because it's like he's not on tech he's not on socials she doesn't post about him at all he doesn't have access to like phones and ipads and things like that like you know he's a pretty analog kid for the most part mm-hmm. um but even like for instance his favorite thing was always like our hoodie strings <laughs> like, yeah. he just found those fascinating for at least the first two years of his life um but like now that he's even encountered the apple watch he's just like he's like oh that's the jam yeah he's like what is that <laughs> what is that it's i like want it <laughs> a glowing thing on your arm <laughs> i need it he's like oh this has way surpassed hoodie strings like this <laughs> next level <laughs> that's so crazy you know what's really cool are like those coding they're like these coding toys for like I don't know what age they are but I, I I don't even honestly like know what they are I just saw it in Target recently or something when I was like it was like Christmas or something I'm thinking about what to get my niece and I'm just like hmm what is what are kids toys like and it was like some sort of like light thing I don't even know I shouldn't have even brought this up but it's like it's kind of like a hand-eye coordination like light thing like there was a frozen um version of it and then there oh. was also yeah like I I need to look up this thing before I actually bring That's it up so funny. Just, but I think like those toys are very wild to me like when I see those I'm like damn yeah if we're gonna be teaching coding to like five-year-olds this yeah. is a wild this is gonna be just crazy <laughs> well it's so interesting to think about how we interact with technology and then how even because like I feel like we're on like the that like weird cuspy generation of like analog digital yeah um and that even though my friend's son like has been in essence kind of like shielded from technology in a lot of ways he still when he encounters it he's like hey friend yeah um that it's going to be fascinating to see like what happens when people in essence kind of like merge with it. It's like, it's cool the way that you described even making your album because you use technology to then in a way, like not so much merge with the tech, but it became a way to bridge you to other people that then led to that like document that you were talking about, which is really fascinating. Yeah, totally. It was so, it was so weird. The entire thing, it just felt so trippy, like because I was, streaming so much of my life and because I I mean I still think about this how close I feel to a lot of the people that watch my stream all the time yeah I'm kind of I'm back to streaming a lot now that the you know we're in quarantine and yes (laughs) and um I don't know I spend so much time with some of these people and and like during the the album making process it was like I was sharing a lot. I mean, I just, I was like, well, I guess I'm just going to be vulnerable in front of these people. You know, I'm like, I'm just, it's just what's going to happen because that's the experiment. And that's what I'm, I'm just seeing how far we can push this. Like, it was just so, it was so interesting and it was so lovely to, to see and feel because even when I play back those songs that I made, during that process it's like we all have the same super emotional like visceral reaction to when the song was being made you know like like I mean I guess they don't really that was or so I'm kind of thinking in in general about Cowgirl Bebop which is I think one of my favorite songs that I've I mean for some reason it's just like a really 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 special song to me and that was one that I actually wrote on the weekends um a lot of it and I was just like weeping like I couldn't get through the chorus without just like sobbing every single time weirdly and um I I didn't ever like they didn't see that part of it but I would tell them about it you know I'd be like okay well so on Saturday I wrote the chorus and like wow I was just weeping (laughs) you know they know that and I don't know it was just a really wild I felt like I was in the matrix I felt like I was like becoming (laughs) one with (laughs) (laughs) weird well it sounds like people really reflected that kind of vulnerability back at you too yeah totally yeah and I think that's that's a big key is you know, we were like sharing with each other. And so I think that's why it was extra special. 
Well, it's really beautiful in a way because like some people, I was talking to another artist about this, that when you put things out on the internet, sometimes you don't know, like, am I just screaming into a void question mark? Mm-hmm. Um, whereas when you're doing something like streaming and inviting people into the process that way, it becomes interactive. So regardless of the size of your following or your fan base or whatever, it's like it becomes a collaboration. And I was yeah. like, no wonder you're attached to everybody in there. They're probably just as attached to you. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just, it's really weird. It's weird. It's weird because it's, it is pretty like, it is pretty one way of be. you know, it's like me that they're looking at, you know, I can't like see them or whatever. Right. And um, I'm not like reading every single comment, you know, but that that's also a weird aspect of it too. Like when it is so like, I'm just here and it, I'm vulnerable. It's like, yeah. it, it's just, it's strange. Cause I, I do feel close, but then I also am like, also at a distance. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that 90 song, like at a distance or from a, di- there we go. From a distance. <laughs> it <in> my head. <laughs> it's like, of course, is that that Midler? Where'd that even come from in my brain? From a distance. <laughs> why I said that (laughs) going deeper into the tunnel of thinking about this experience and like not really knowing what I'm talking about that's funny dude does does anyone know what we're talking about at this point it was interesting what you were saying about that you're kind of in a way like interacting but being observed and I was wondering I was actually curious like do you watch other twitch streamers like do you watch other people who create in the same way I mean I don't watch that much um uh I mean I follow like a couple but there's almost just not enough time in the day to watch that much twitch because I mean there's certain the 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 twitch channels that I like are like ones that play a certain game like like there's this game called team fight tactics that I love and like I'm kind of addicted to even though I haven't played it in a while but um there's like a couple twitch channels where it's like a guy who's just super good at it and he like streams for 13 hours at a time and so I can just oh my god I can like tune in and see what's the latest build you know and like what's the latest yeah 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 um, you know update and blah blah blah. and so it's kind of those sort of things but um I stream so much that like when I'm not streaming then I try to either be making music or not looking at a computer screen. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's hard to create and observe other people create at the same time because there's just not enough time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> After a while, you're like, oh. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I, there's just like, I think before I started streaming, I was watching more Twitch. Um, and like sometimes... I'll I'll just click around just to see what's going on. Like right now, it's really interesting to just click around Twitch because so many people have gotten Twitch accounts in like the last week, and so I'm just kind of like always like, oh, what's going on? Or who's who's joined this week or something? You know. And so it's just it's kind of an active place to be. So it's fun to click around, but I I never really watch it that much, like for hours at a time or anything. Right. I would highly recommend, by the way, another one of our podcast guests, uh, Lane Moore, has been uh, streaming. She usually tours with a show. It's called Tinder Live, and it's exactly what it sounds like. Wow. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> what is that? Like a dating show? Yeah, she'll literally like stream from her phone going on Tinder and matching and talking to people. Oh my Oh, now that's like another level of vulnerability that I'm like so uncomfortable with. It is next level. I was curious what inspired you to start playing music on Twitch because you were one of the first people that I saw at least doing that. And did you transition from like streaming games to that or? Yeah, um, I. I've, uh, for the last, like, um, seven years or so, I got back into playing video games Mm -hmm. after not really playing them very much at all. Like, when I was younger, my parents didn't let us have a um, console. It was just, like, my best friend had an N64, and... Uh um, I also, I did play The Sims, although my my parents 
um, hid this scene <laughs> too addicted to it <laughs> for like marathons on the weekend but anyway so um I started dating my current boyfriend who went to game design school before becoming a um music producer and oh, gotcha. so he's just like super into video games plays them all the time and mm-hmm. um he was like he was like oh you definitely need to like get back into gaming like it's just a really positive thing f- for life <laughs> I, was like, okay. <laughs> I was like okay so I did and so then I got super back into it and um he was always like oh you should just stream on twitch stream on twitch yeah. and I was always like oh I know yeah 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 but I just never set it up because it's kind of like a process you know you have to it's get thing. off yeah. and do the thing <laughs> and um so it was like two years ago or so when I my studio was like getting rewired and all my computers were just like sitting around the room and mm-hmm. I couldn't I couldn't work you know right. like and so for like a week I had a week where I wasn't going to be able to be like working in the studio and I was like I guess this is just the moment to set up the stream so I did and got I mean I was just like immediately very into it because Mm -hmm. it was just fun it was fun to connect with I mean at first I just had no idea who was gonna like log on it was mostly like fans who have been listening to my music for either a really long time or Mm -hmm. our new fans or whatever they would log on and it was just fun to play games and talk to people at the same time yeah and I just immediately I don't I just really like I just enjoy talking to people (laughs) (laughs) I'm just that kind of person that just is I I really enjoy conversation and connecting and asking people about stuff about their lives and so it was just immediately something that was really fun and that seemed to actually be growing my or or bringing my fan base like close together and and making it making it something I don't know kind of giving it a space to just hang out you know like I think before this I had just been kind of frantically like putting out music and I had people that are listening to it and but I don't know it's just kind of scattered I have like this whole previous music career too where I have fans from that where I was like going by my first and last name and Mm -hmm. this was I don't know randomly just brought a lot of people out of the woodwork to just be like hey what have you been up to? And I was just like, oh, well, this is what I've been up to. You know, like I worked on this, I worked on this and blah, blah, blah. And um, over like the next year, I started to like occasionally make a beat or um, do like a little concert. And that was when the response was like really good. Obviously, because I'm a musician, I'm not like a super amazing gamer. It's more just like what I do in my free time. That was when I saw the response was just like, oh, yes, you know, like way more viewers and people were just always wanting me to do it more. And then I started one day making a beat on there and the response to that was super positive. And um, then the idea was just kind of like, I was like, what if I made, could I make an entire album like 100% on stream and it would, and do it in kind of a short, a short, right. kind of like four weeks, but go in, you know, like originally I was going to even be streaming on the weekends too. Oh, I, I, I did Monday through Friday for four weeks in a row, but um, I was really interested in just, you know, I, I mean, it's kind of like one of those classic, like drive out to a cabin in the middle of nowhere and make an album, you know but it was different because it was in my house but it was just this <laughs> other <laughs> this other thing that was going to be pushing me you know like you drove out to the cabin of the internet yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> on either of the internet there we go <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, after I came up with the idea which was actually kind of early last year it was in like April that I started planning it and I was really wanting to just start it right away like I wanted to start 
May 1st, but then random stuff just kept happening and Mm -hmm. I kept just planning more and more. And, um, uh, but then the time was late September and, Mm -hmm. um, that's when I started, I got it all set up, got all of the cameras set up, but it took like quite a bit of preparation. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, you know, it was just like a lot of planning because I knew that I wanted it to also come out really soon afterwards because Mm -hmm. it was, it was a lot of like mentally tricking myself into putting stuff out like that was that was another part of this like for sure because I hadn't released music in quite a while I think 2016 was -hmm. the last time that I put something out I mean I had I had done little things here and there like remixes and then um I put out like a little cover or whatever and then did we appreciate power? And that's when I was like, okay, I, that was when I started like right before then, that's when I started going like really in on like finishing a lot of music, which actually some of it is going to be coming out soon. Some of that stuff that I was like really going hard on last year. Um, But then it became this weird thing of like, okay, well, I know I want to make an album on Twitch, but then I'm also working on this other music and then I started, you know, tricking. It was like, then I was just thinking it, about it all too much. And I was like, I just need to start this because if I keep trying to plan this spontaneous album in my life, <laughs> it's just going to drive me crazy. So I was just like, I just need to pull the trigger and just see what happens <gasps> with this album, you know? So funny. And it's almost like by, in a way, like kind of placing like limitations and boundaries on what you could do by being like, okay, I have to do it in this room. I want to do it in this time frame. Like in a way that kind of enabled you to do it where it's, it sounds like almost before you had like, almost like too many possibilities. I was like, oh, sound amazing. But I'm like, you can't do everything at the same time. So I would just, if I were in your shoes, I would have been sitting there just being like, uh, (laughs) yeah, it was like decision paralysis for sure. (laughs) And so it was like, okay, I'm, I'm, getting rid of all of my, you know, I I don't know. I just had built up my next release so much in my mind. And I just, I I just didn't even know how to like start putting out music again. And um, just because I was just so overwhelmed, I was like, do I do this or do I do this or do I do this? And so doing the album was like this way of me having a deadline and then also over the course of four weeks, getting my audience invested in my deadline as well. So I can't <laughs> not finish it. You're like, so legit is a deadline as opposed to one of those deadlines that are in your calendar. You're like, I can, uh, I can move that. Yeah, which I've been do- doing for so long. Like, I've had so many deadlines that, because I'm independent and like at the time, I mean, now I have a manager, but at the time I didn't have a manager. So I was just like, oh, okay, March seems like a good deadline for myself. And then I'd be like, March would come and I'd be like, oh, this April. is like, use so much work. Or, you know, and then I just work on stuff forever into infinity. And so this was like, I needed to be held accountable by someone other than someone in my life because it's like the people in my life are just too nice or something. <laughs> That's so funny. And I think that also having people watch production work, because I'm in the same boat where like, I will just tweak things for months and months and months on end to the point where like, I completely lose the plot of what I'm even totally. And having someone else just be like, I think the song's done. Yeah. (laughs) Like, like, oh, maybe it is. (laughs) It's true. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) It also just let me, I mean, it just made me really let go because it was such an experiment and I was just being so like free with, I don't know. I was just being gentle on myself for the first time. I don't even know why. Cause I'm normally just so stressed about every little thing in the song and like, is that right? Is that not, or, you know, just like overthinking it every two seconds. And for some reason, just the absurdity of the project was just <laughs> made, me, made me go just like, oh, well, I don't know. I think it's fine. <laughs> 
Well, that must have been, it's so funny when you're describing it to me, it sounds almost like a weird, like tight wire act. Cause sometimes I don't know if this has happened to you, but like, especially with like one of my analog synths that I swear is lightly haunted. Um, I'll think that like a certain sound is going to come out of it. Like I'll make a patch for it and then I'll start recording it. My synth is like, surprise. <laughs> Yes. you hate it <laughs> exactly it's so funny like sometimes it'll just make sounds and I'm like what did, what I didn't even touch anything <laughs> like, yeah. what, what totally. <laughs> like, I was just it, it kind of I feel I just feel now I don't know I just feel it got me just in the flow and it in the flow state, you know, where you're yes. just like going off of what makes you feel good and just less overthinking. Like, I think this was also just like a practice for me and less thinking about technical things and just more mm -hmm. thinking about like, how does it make me feel? And if I feel something like there's, there's probably a way to maybe make it sound a little better. And that's great. And I can deal with that later. But if like, what is the emotion giving me and does it is it bringing me like joy is it bringing me peace and just kind of like diving in as deep as I can there rather than like overthinking a specific like LFO or whatever yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like a freaking hi-hat sound which I could just like listen to oh my god the torture of finding hi-hat snares why yeah <laughs> that, that was it was always drums that I would have to like hide the chat just because I all already like that's such a just like never ending thing where I just take so long on them and but then the chat would get come into play and just like start messing with my head and so I would oh. like, put, put a window over it just because I'm like <laughs> this is already hard. Well and also in a way I don't need to be reading like these comments right Exactly now. you're like trust me trying to find the right snare is torture enough <laughs> like, <laughs> I was thinking about how in the way you're describing it you're also fulfilling both roles at the same time where you're the writer and you're the well three roles writer musician and producer all at the same time which in a way like I don't know do you ever find that when you're producing someone else that you're able to get out of your head more or you're in your head more when you're producing with someone else um I mean I haven't really done much for other people other than for remixes which I mm -hmm. think yeah remixes I normally am just totally not in my head at all I'm just like hmm, let's just see where this goes and this is fun you know yeah it's, it's I'm way less hard on myself and actually kind of like do cooler exploration sometimes like sometimes I'm like oh what why wouldn't I've come up with this for myself you know right. you know I, I actually usually I feel like that's actually a good practice is to to start like a beat thinking that it's not for myself just because it, <laughs> I don't know or like you know like work on something I, I don't know there, there's been multiple times where I'm like remixing something and then I'm like oh wait actually this I should just keep yeah, my like, actually, I should use this. yeah <laughs> Yeah, cause getting getting outside your own head because they really are, and I think that hopefully people who watched your stream like understand kind of the different roles of being the musician and being the producer. And when you're doing both of them, it's like you have to kind of see outside yourself in a way. Yeah, um, yeah. that can For be sure. very difficult when you're in the process itself. Yeah, it's it's super weird. I mean, I think. I have just, I think I have bad experiences with, with like producers making my music sound like what I didn't want it to be in the end or something. And so now I'm just addicted to being the person that ha has the control or something. But then recently I've been doing more collaborations and just like find, finding such freedom in mm -hmm. I, I think, yeah, I feel like how I started this <laughs> sentence is how I used to feel. <laughs> I used to feel like so, I don't know, just like I was just scared of giving up that control. And then after the last year, I started mm -hmm. just doing a ton of collaborations and just finding freedom and just giving up the files and just being like, <laughs> see what you do with this. Like, I'm interested as long as I can get them back or like 
give you hello notes. You know? That's so funny. Is that how We Appreciate Power came about or was that totally different? That was totally different. That was me and our friend Chris Griotti and Claire all together just kind of starting a session from scratch. Oh my God. Yeah. Which was very fun. I was going to say starting things from scratch, like the same thing with like endless possibilities. I find that like sometimes when my friends and I collab on things, like if we start from scratch, we're like, uh, 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 someone think of a writing prompt, anything. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm, that's why I'm really, I am just, I, I don't know. I'm still so like freaked out by sessions in general, just because I did so many so long ago that we're just I I mean I there was just a while where I was really young and doing a lot of sessions like one every day and just like a new a new stranger (laughs) you know what I mean and and because that's what a lot of times like songwriting it is is like hello nice to meet you what are we gonna what's a song that we could write you know it's like so wild um so then I kind of stopped doing that very much, but now I'm pretty obsessed with making music with friends. Like that's really, really fun. Or if you're comfortable with someone and, and are also like, if the situation arises where you can make music together, I feel like it's so cool. Well, I'm glad that I've gotten to that point, you know? Well, what you're speaking to also sounds like kind of the same kind of trust and vulnerability that you had with your audience, where it's like, if that trust is there, if you feel like, you know, wow, that was about to sound like kind of like a a corporate pitch for a vacation, like if you can trust fall into your friends. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, if you can feel okay being vulnerable and have that mirrored back at you, that way you know that you can like throw an idea out there and like it might stick or it might not. And like you're comfortable making awesome mistakes in a way. Um, That's true. I feel like, yeah, I think I really needed to actually do this album process situation. Like, and just, just to, I guess, because I never really thought about when I was doing those sessions, I was like quite young. I was like, well, I started doing them like some, like when I was like six or 15, which oh they were good. I mean, I had like really good sessions in the beginning, which were great. But then there was kind of a moment when I was like 19, 20 or something, when I did mm-hmm. a lot of like, well, there, I went to Nashville and did that. And that's crazy. Cause those people, like a lot of times in Nashville, they like have a session at 9 a.m. and then one at 12 and then one at three. And it's just like, they just, oh, oh. my God. <laughs> and I think as a young, just kind of like insecure person, I was just like, ah, I mean, I wrote some cool songs, but I, it was also just, I don't know. I kind of, I was a little bit like, whoa, that was insane. <laughs> well, and so much of songwriting and creation is about connecting with the other person. Like, have you heard the podcast and the writer is? No, but oh that sounds God. really good. It's really good. It's a, uh, it's Ross Golan and he, oh my God. yeah, I wrote, I wrote a song with him one time. <laughs> oh my God. That's what his podcast is about. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> that is so funny. Like surprise. Uh, <laughs> no, but he's done so many cool things and and did like a broad or a, like a off Broadway play or something. Yeah, he is like he's so mad talented and the whole podcast is about like he talks to other songwriters, a lot of whom he's worked with. Um but it's all about like, and the whole conceit of the podcast is like the conversations that you have before you write or while you're writing, they like, that's what's really interesting. And that's what ends up making the song. Because if you don't really know the person, it's not like you can just walk in a room and be like, hello, we're going to make a song now. Yeah, it's true. Like, that's weird. I think, I think a good, I think a good thing that I've heard of a lot of people do or trying, or this is something that I like is 
before having a session with someone if you don't know them like going and having coffee going and like getting coffee first or like having yeah. first it, I feel like that actually is a really good way of seeing if you have chemistry or like do you like do you have some sort of common bond to uh, on something or are you like running are you vibing on the same frequency with each yeah. other you know I really think that that's like a, a real thing you know and I, I mean I think the concept of like throwing two strangers in a room to write a song is interesting as well but also I think better stuff can come I mean I don't know. right well because like, you end up with like weird almost like copy paste kind of like like clip together songs in a way that like occasionally I'll listen to things that have like you know seven or eight writers who might not have even been in the same room and like I get it I get where they're going with it and like a lot of the hooks are really good but it kind of sounds like disjointed yeah totally I'm just like thinking of like songs that I've written in the past from those kind of sessions and just being like oh yeah I mean it just doesn't I don't know who this is for <laughs> you know? right right whereas like when you really get kind of more of like an intimate or vulnerable connection then you can start writing songs that at least like as a listener like I would say like I connect better with songs like that mm-hmm. yeah um interesting yeah yeah just mm-hmm. like mm, yes make people talk to each other more <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny and thinking about what you were saying about um, kind of almost being like too precious with your own production work. I love that you did this experiment and really pushed yourself out of your comfort zone in order to break through that because I feel that way about my own production where like I'm not as willing to take chances. And I was just like, that's super brave and awesome. And I want to commend you for doing that. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things where it's like still, you know, when you go back and listen to something and you're like, oh, I mean, that was kind of weird that I just like, let that happen. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, it's just now it's out there and it's just yep. how it is, you know, and yep. that's kind of freeing as well because it's just like, well, okay, that's that moment of time. You know, it's, I, I think once I started thinking about my life and my life with music um and once I thought of it in the context of like okay I'm gonna be making music the rest of my life Mm -hmm. I might as well let people hear it too you know because I I mean because I think I was just getting so caught up on the package of it and where when it was coming out and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and if I just kind of think of it as like the story of my life like if you're you're just gonna go back and look at all the music it's I I'm a little bit less precious with it because it's just like well that's how I that was just my interpretation of life musically yeah then you know and rather than like oh you know the production is just so bad (laughs) you know it's just like (laughs) I don't know I think I just was like get I think there is obviously a beauty to really good production and stuff. I think I just personally am able to let go of it at an earlier state, which yeah. basically means not working on it for like three or four years. Right. And there's also, when you were talking about social media, I think they call it social media. Good job, Pam. Um, like, there's a lot of pressure also sometimes to have like a narrative around a project um, and like have all the visuals right and have all the videos set up and have like almost like the persona for it and have this and have that and like kind of like launch projects in almost this impeccable way mm-hmm. that in some ways is really appealing and I find like intellectually fascinating but in some ways I like it when someone's like here's my stuff and like that's it and you just listen to the stuff and you're like yeah. cool I like this <laughs> yeah. and like totally another reason why I was like so raring to go with this project was because I had kind of been working on a couple of visual things and I I was once the once I came up with the twitch album and then I got the what ended up being the album art and then I decided mm-hmm. before I started the project I was like this is the album cover for 
the Twitch album. And so once I decided <laughs> that, then I was like, then I was just so excited to like write an album for that art. Oh. You know what I mean? Because I was just like, man, this just like makes my mind just race, you know, <laughs> when I look at this image. So I would like had that as my background. And so it's interesting because it was also was like I felt that as well because that's normally something that just like stresses me or in the in the past when I was a little mm -hmm. bit younger and just had I was just a little bit more I don't know I mean I was just younger and I just didn't know as many people or just didn't know right. how to do things as much you know and the art was always something that kind of stressed me out but mm -hmm. um then for this project, I was just like, oh, well, I know what the art is. Okay. So then I'm just going to go from there. And then I have this and this, these assets. And I was like, oh, okay. It's kind of a perfect storm to just like go and just dive in. And then like the visual part of it is taken care of. And that alleviates yeah. that stress for me. <laughs> and so, yeah. just, you know, because that is a very true statement that a lot of times that can be a whole nother thing that you're like thinking about. And you're like, oh, God, I need to figure that out or, you know. <laughs> yeah like sometimes I'm like can my visuals be just me in my hoodie like that's literally totally like 98 percent of the time I'm like this would be a very accurate representation <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, everyone's always just like you're wearing like slip dresses and hoodies a lot and I was just like yeah that's like uh that's what I'm wearing right now my outfit <laughs> <laughs> like it's like a trash bin pixie uh, <laughs> like, uh, that's so cool though that you let the visuals like guide you instead of be an impediment this time I was like that's actually that's really beautiful that then they could inspire you as opposed to be a point of stress yeah I was really um that's kind of like another part of this that was really kind of interesting because I've never never done that before I've always like came up with the art afterwards that's cool that's really cool if I wasn't streaming right now I, I feel like what's holding me together is the fact that I do get up and like get dressed and put makeup on I think if I wasn't streaming and I was sorry my dog is like crying oh puppy does, I was just like does your dog want to be included do you want to be included in the <gasps> hi baby what <laughs> 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 oh my god no, talks a lot <laughs> oh my god what kind of dog do you have she's um she is a korean jindo mix we believe but we don't really know what she is but we want to do a dna test on her but she's very cute extremely oh cute god. well she sounds majestic <laughs> yes oh. she was a big part oh my god she was a huge part of the album um just because she is always like next to me you know I'm just like, <laughs> and um I uh, that became like a very popular part of the album stream just because I would like put on an Eevee cam and just point it at her oh. and I actually wrote a song for her on the album oh, baby. <laughs> it's so good I was just like as I was writing it I was like am I writing a dog song right now <laughs> like I can't you write a dog song I'm writing a dog song <laughs> that's like two of my passions really combined into one place I'm like there are a few things I love more than music and dogs I'm like, no, that is same. True. <laughs> oh my god that's that is beautiful that is absolutely beautiful I think I was I can't remember what I was trying to say before she rudely <laughs> interrupted me well, she had really important things to say. That's true. That's true. She <laughs> needed her moment. I think we were talking about how, like, everyone has completely lost their sense of time and mooring. Oh, and yes, yes, yes. And, and me, have, like, putting on makeup for the stream and how I think yes. that that is, like, really, really making my sanity a little bit more together because I think if I, there's like one day that I didn't stream and so I, I just played Animal Crossing on the couch all day. <laughs> and I was just like at one point I saw myself in the reflection of the switch and I was like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> it's 
like this is way darker than like you know sitting oh my god like when you catch yourself and like your forward facing camera opens and you're like oh my god is that what my phone sees all the time i think it's weird it's like streaming is really helping my mental health lately just because i can kind of like it's some sort of structure it gives me something to do it gives me people to talk to and connect with and it's just like because otherwise man it is just wild it's wild well that's so weird because like as as producers and I'm sure or at least I hope you've experienced this I'm sure you have you just told me that you were twitching for you know for that when you're like in your in your zone when you're creating it's not like you're gonna go out all the time but the fact that we don't have the option to go out it's like we're all indoor cats where we're like but why can't we open the door yeah yeah it's true it's like it just I miss the main thing that I miss is just my friends. Like, I just love hugging them. But also, I have been talking to them so much. Like, I love how many FaceTime, like, Zoom yeah. situations are happening. Happening Like, that's making me really happy. But I don't know. It's just weird. It's weird. It was so bizarre being on tour. Like, I was on tour and then was, you know, we were just kind of like, I guess we'll just keep like you know we just kept on like, taking it day at a time and yeah. just like it's gonna be canceled I can't tell and then um we were just trying to get to like our last show was Atlanta but we got word from like you know the venues and management they were like oh, we're flying you home tomorrow <laughs> and we were like wow. oh okay yeah. and it was just wild it was so weird that's surreal. And I'm just, I'm just glad that you're home safe now. I'm like such a Jewish mom. I'm like, no, same. no, it's true. It's so true. Like by the end, I was just like, Oh, should I go? Or should I can't, you know, I was just like, God, this is starting to really, really be serious. And just to be out and about and just like touring, you know, you're just in a public space at all times. I was going to say, you don't have, you don't have really a choice of your environment and your are yeah. around other people. Yeah. So oh, once I, I was really actually quite happy to be home and just be like, okay, I'm like here. I'm not just like traveling around because it just started to feel like irresponsible of me, you know, to just be like out and about just like, here we go. Like, please gather in a, please gather in a venue, please. Oh my God. No. Yeah. And you're like, please don't gather in a venue. Please don't gather in a venue. (laughs) yeah in a way like you said where it's not only you know about yourself but about you know I would feel awful if like I accidentally got someone else sick totally that's, that's like 100 yeah, yeah. like, I'm like not that I want to catch this but like low-key if I get sick I'm like okay like I'm sick but then if yeah. I inflicted that on someone else I'd be like yeah guilt. yeah absolutely that's um, what to think about for sure yeah oh it's so we're we're all going to hang out on Twitch with makeup on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you're inspiring me. I was just like, I was like, I should try winged eyeliner again. I mean, I think I, for me personally, it just helps me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, getting dressed and um, cause like, if not, I, I, cause I wouldn't normally, but then I would probably just be a lot more like anxious and sad. Cause I think, right. I don't know, just having a little bit of, like, even if it's just, it's not like putting on makeup, but just like getting dressed and like, as if you were going to go out Yeah. <laughs> then, and then you're just like hanging out with your dog or whatever, just around the house. And you're like, I'm at least looking okay. <laughs> well, and I think that it's sort of, you know, it gives you that little bit of normalcy that you're like, well, would I go out looking like a potato? Probably not. <laughs> like, <laughs> potato <laughs> exactly, exactly it's totally the normalcy which is yeah it's I've been starting so many projects I mean that's one positive thing I've been I started pickling I started a garden wow I'm trying to start a sourdough starter which has been kind of very hard but <laughs> Um, I think today, wow, I'm pretty stoked on it today. I think that's what I'm going to do after this is I think I'm going to have a pickling because I pickled on Twitch. Oh, 
Oh my God. I was like, how do you pickle? That's amazing. The most exciting thing I did was I learned how to blanch greens so that then you can freeze them. Cause I was like, well, I bought a bunch of greens, but I can't eat like this much salad yeah. at one time. That'd be. So blanching uh, them is, is important. Yeah. You blanch them for like two minutes before you freeze them. Oh, that's yeah. good to know. Good to yeah. know. I just threw some, I just threw some kale straight in the freezer. I was about to do that. And then I consulted the internet okay. <laughs> and it told me not to do that. <laughs> now I know this. And I was like, thank you, internet. Thank you for guiding me on this one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so funny that now we've all become like very little house on the prairie um, with internet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, I know. Same. I'm like, why? I, the, my Google searches lately are like, sourdough starter why yeah. <laughs> or like sourdough starter moldy but it kept getting moldy oh, but I think no. it's just kind of hard I, I'm do, trying to do so much fermentation stuff because I have always wanted to like get super into it I've been making kombucha for a while but oh my god um, kombucha is so much fun but have you ever had like a runaway scoby runaway oh yeah Oh like my God. You don't what? even want to see my scope. My scoby is, <laughs> I actually posted it on my Instagram store today. You can go like, it's insane. It, <laughs> it's out of control. <laughs> but in a good way. I mean, it's very alive. There you go. There yeah. you go. It's healthy and happy. It's so funny. I guess I'm like, I'm like, usually my closing question is like, what advice would you have? And right now I'm like, well, we've covered how to pickle things. We've covered how to like plant greens. <laughs> oh my God. That's so, okay. So your normal closing question is what? <laughs> I was like, what is normal anymore? Um, that's so funny. I normally ask like, what advice would you give other artists? Because there's probably a lot of people that are going to tune in that have like seen your stream and are like, I wonder how I can do that. Mm, mm, okay. 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 Yeah. I think that's a good question. Um, so if you're wanting to stream usually a webcam, I mean, you know, a webcam is good. The Logitech ones are actually quite good. Um, and OBS Studio is a really good and free program to use for streaming. Cool. And um, usually a USB mic, but if you're a musician, you probably have like a nicer mic and maybe an interface. And mm -hmm. um, that's kind of all you need to start, really. And um, the, uh, the options are kind of endless and you can just go into it as deep or as not deep as you <laughs> I was gonna say you can stream like a show a week or you could record an entire album like whatever your heart desires exactly exactly in the in the beginning it's just kind of getting comfortable with it and getting comfortable with just being live and because it is pretty weird at the beginning you're like yeah. oh this is what do I do and is anybody watching <laughs> maybe maybe nobody's watching but if you just keep doing it's one of those things that kind of rewards you as you as you do it but also right. at the same time like if it's not what you want to do then there's also like patreon is I think a really cool mm -hmm. option for people right now um and what else like I think cameo is a cool thing that maybe Ooh. people can make money doing if they have like a fan base or something um uh, that's kind of like my 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 initial thoughts <laughs> I dig it I'm yeah. like I'm into it and I I was just like there's so much internet out there yeah it's true there's a lot to be done I feel like there's probably going to be so many albums like I, I, I hope that people are feeling creative or maybe not feeling creative I feel like we just all just no matter how we're feeling we just need to be gentle on ourselves because mm -hmm. it is not a normal thing that we're going through right now you know I mean, just whatever you want to do you should do that exactly I'm like if you want to write an album awesome if you want to be a potato Awesome. potato exactly exactly <laughs> I just think there's a lot of people just sort of like I mean it's really 
a really wild time right now. And I think the main thing to try to be is just to be gracious with yourself and be gentle with yourself because it's, it's the world is already just being so harsh. <laughs> the world's being a little extra, so be gentle on yourself. It's being a bit extra. <laughs> like, wow. Oh, <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me on Why Not Both. Yeah, of course. Thanks so much for having me. It was so fun. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode of Why Not Both. If you liked what you heard, please make sure to like us and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. You can also come hang out with us on social media. We are at WNB the podcast, both on Instagram and Twitter. This season, we are brought to you by Under the Radar. Under the Radar is a nationally distributed print, music, and entertainment magazine and website. You can find them at www.undertheradarmag.com and feel free to support them on Patreon. Extra special thanks to our producer, Laura Studeris, who has been absolutely amazing. Thank you again, and I look forward to next week's episode. Thank you.